The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. And we can feel that love every moment in our life. When we're in sorrow, when we've lost a loved one, when we lost our daughter, I've never felt so much the love of Jesus come and put his arms around me. We need to capture that again. Allow God to fill us with his love so that we can show that love to this world. Considering the impact we could have on this world by letting the love of God fill our hearts. Next on Life Today. Welcome to Life Today. I'm uh, James Robinson with my beautiful wife, Betty. And uh, it's just such an honor to be able to share this time with you. I, I don't know whether it's really, a, let's say, hit home like I hope it is, but I've made the statement and I've made it now, you know, quite a few times. I actually uh, preached this message in the baccalaureate at Liberty University uh, two graduation uh, times ago uh, that uh, the Lord didn't leave us here to get us out of here. If you look at Acts chapter 1 and, uh, you know, just, just uh, begin reading uh, in Jesus' final words what he said to them uh, and how they responded to him when he's uh, delivering his message uh, uh, before he ascends into heaven. Uh, he said, uh, you uh, heard from me, John baptized with water, but you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit uh, not many days from now. And so when they heard him, they came together asking, saying, Lord, is uh, this the time you're going to restore the kingdom to Israel? You're going to set up this earthly kingdom? And uh, Jesus said, it's not, you know, the times or the epochs which the Father has fixed by his own authority. Why do we get so caught up discussing those times? Paul, writing to Timothy, said uh, in the last days, these things happen. And then he made it clear in the next chapter, these are my last days because I'm about to depart. But I have... Uh, uh, run the race, I've, uh, I've finished the course, I've kept the faith, and there's a crown of righteousness. I'm going to be with the Lord. Not only me, but all who love His appearing. And that doesn't just mean His second coming appearing, but just everywhere His manifest presence is released. And He's challenged Timothy to live in these last days with fervor and fire and faithfulness. And, and the faithfulness those Christians cause the most evil empire. Hard to imagine anything more evil than what we're seeing in many lands and in our own country. It's appalling. But it was worse then with Rome, and yet it brought this, this evil empire down and established a center for the Christian faith where that spiritual awakening led to all the great spiritual awakenings up to this day. So don't get caught up with getting out of here. Do you, do you remember how Jesus taught us to pray in, in Matthew chapter 6 when he gave us what we call too often the Lord's Prayer? The Lord's Prayer is in John 17. That's the Lord's Prayer. The model prayer that we call the Lord's Prayer, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, and so forth. We, we, we say that, but, but, but remember this. this. This is what I don't want you to miss. Please don't miss this. This is what Jesus taught you to pray. Would he teach you to pray something that wasn't important? Would he teach you to pray something that is impossible? to see answered. Would he pray, ask you to pray for something foolish, meaningless, a waste of time? Of course not. So he said, pray, thy kingdom come. Pause a minute. When he first started preaching, he said, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. 
Then he later clarified and declared the kingdom of heaven is in you. The kingdom of heaven is not of this world. It's of another kingdom realm, but it's very much in the world because I've sent you as sheep in the midst of wolves, not to be slaughtered in the shadow and shelter of the ultimate shepherd. Well, we've got this, this bronze of the, the shepherd with the sheep in his arms. He will carry us. Do you realize that what life today does day after day and enables all over the world is to get people all over the world who are the least of these, the too often overlooked, into the arms, the loving arms of the shepherd. Because as the family of God, the people of God, we put the arms of God around the broken, overlooked, least of these. And Jesus said, when you do that, you've ministered to me. You're greatest in the kingdom. You're a servant fulfilling my will, accomplishing my purpose. You're the greatest. If we can get every believer to rise up together like a family, in love with the Lord, in love with one another, loving our neighbor, it'll be like a mighty army that impacts and storms the gates of hell. The gates of hell are not to prevail. Listen to what Jesus said. Thy kingdom come. Thy, thy will be done. Where? On earth, in earth, in us, through us, as it is in heaven. Is it possible for the will of God, Betty, to be done on earth as it is in heaven? That doesn't mean everything on earth that the enemy, Lucifer, the cast down angel, demonic force, evil forces that I'm going to be like God without God. I'm going to mislead and that's what he's committed to do. <clears throat> that force will be here. But that force is not to be prevailing. God's will is to be done here. Does that mean His will, God's will, could be done right here on earth Absolutely. through us? Absolutely. And that's what we're supposed to be, those vessels that He fills with His love and His forgiveness and His kindness and His His will for our lives. We can, we can be a part of showing people what God's love is about. And what His kingdom looks like. And what His kingdom What the looks rule like. of God yeah. looks like in our life. Absolutely. Do you know, please understand that the gates of hell are not to overcome your home. By the way, you don't have to let predators and trespassers in your house. You got locks on your door. You do not want some federal government, some form of Caesar or some form of Pharaoh or Potiphar or any other power to tell you, you just got to let trespassers sleep in your yard, come in your house and you're subject. You don't. You can have locks and walls of protection. The Bible teaches that the hedge of protection that we all need is God's Word. And God clearly teaches that when you refuse to honor me and glorify me as the God I am, then I will give you over to your choices. And then when you decide to change my standard, my word into a lie, then I will give you up to the controlling forces of your own appetites and the appeals of this world. See, if you do it God's way and you follow his principles, the blessings of doing that are so amazing. It's like what Israel found in the land flowing with milk and honey and where the enemies were overcome by the power of God and all the fruitfulness. And God said, it's going to be so great. It's going to be so awesome. I mean, you're going to see such amazing things. You've got to be careful 
that you don't think you did it yourself, become arrogant, proud, take your eyes off me, forget my standard, and suddenly find yourself worshiping idols. The greater the blessings freedom offers, the more opportunity it is to worship some aspect of that blessing, that benefit, that prosperity. You see what God's principles accomplish. You must understand that the what of those principles and the effect of them is so great, you've got to know the who of the Father and the relationship with Jesus, the King, to establish this kingdom life of overcoming life as more than conquerors in Christ, suited up in an armor of God that quenches even the suggestions of the enemy and brings thoughts captive with the mind of Christ and the gates of hell are not allowed to prevail. That's the only way that becomes reality right here is when we truly yield this vessel to the fullness of the Holy Spirit that Jesus has told them to tarry for. And when they did, they were filled to overflowing and the weakest, most apt to stumble, boastful disciple who had denied Jesus three times becomes in the power of that spirit, the keynote speaker at Pentecost. So don't judge people by their actions. Look at them with prayer, with the potential of what God can do in any yielded clay and any vessel. You know, I showed you earlier in the week that I, I write down notes now that I, I get so, so frequently from the Lord. And, and please don't hear this as strange talk. Paul said he prays without ceasing. That didn't mean he was locked up in a closet or down on his knees. It just meant I live in constant communication with God. Prayer consists of us sharing our heart and listening to hear the Father's heart. And I said, if you will write down these glimpses, and these lightning bolts of, of glory when something comes to your mind, just write it down. You will find many times scores of verses that basically say it, maybe in a little bit different flow, but the same thing. So faith comes by hearing. The ability to hear God comes by the Word of God. So if you want to tune your hearing, get to know the Word of God, and then you'll be able to hear the voice of God. Now, I want you to listen to something I wrote because it, it really does apply. Uh, it really applies right now. Listen closely to it. By the way, these things come to me. I don't think them up. When they come, I'll write them down. It's, it's like a spirit of revelation. It's not extra biblical revelation. It's Jesus who is in us and his spirit, the same one guiding us to all truth. Listen, it's very important you hear this. For the Christian we must understand that we can enter into serious heated debates and discussions and desire to prove a point. Iron sharpening iron. There'll be some friction. That's to be healthy friction to make us sharper. It's not friction when you do this. That's just a head-on collision and everybody's done. That's the way Congress tends to meet. We've got to pray for them to come like this and friction make us all sharper. All right, we may have a desire to prove a point, even a theological point. Don't miss this. But not at the expense of destroying the other person. 
in a Christian's life, we need the spirit of redemption. We must discern spirits. Even if we have great theological differences, a redemptive spirit helps others see more clearly. Sometimes that takes time. That's what love is. Love is patient. It's persistent and patient and determined. Love is not cruel. It's not mean or hateful. There can be strong rebukes, but there is still such an important line between the spirit of redemption and the spirit of destruction. While you're correcting and instructing, be careful that you're not tearing down and destroying that other person. Please hear. If we want his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven, we give him the yielded vessel, allow him to fill us to overflowing with his spirit of love and joy and peace and patience, goodness and kindness, meekness, be very teachable, self-control, under the control of the Holy Spirit. Betty, you and I, and, and many times you sit in situations where I'll have the most diverse people from the religious community or even the political community, business community, wherever, and you watch us begin to talk and redemption flow, and you see people that have been taught to despise one another come together in indescribable supernatural love. Have you not? Absolutely. And doesn't God want to do that in every area of life, including our national political life, even in Washington, to get people to come to the table of reason in the presence of love and understanding and with the glory and grace of God being spilled in a spirit of redemption, can't we pray for that and see that too? Absolutely. And sometimes I think as Christians, we need to be reminded of that moment, that time in our life when we were so down, we were so out, we, were, we felt so sinful and, and we needed help and we were hurting and we heard someone talk about Jesus and we wanted that love. We heard how God loves us, how much He loves us, and we went and we committed, we submitted our hearts and our lives. Sometimes I think we need to be reminded of that moment and what that love felt like that came from Jesus, that we might be filled with that love to overflowing so that people that don't know Him will be attracted to what they see in us, and that is God's love so much that he gave his only begotten son for us, the only child he had. And he gave it because he loved us. Unlimited love that's indescribable. How long, how wide, how deep, he says in Ephesians 3, is his love. And we can feel that love every moment in our life when we're in, when we're in sorrow, when we've lost a loved one, when we lost our daughter, I've never felt so much the love of Jesus come and put his arms around me. We need to capture that again. Allow God to fill us with his love so that we can show that love to this world. Father, I want to thank you for the love that you put in, in my beautiful helpmate. <clears throat> Lord, I just thank you for that preciousness that's impacted our children grandchildren, now great-grandchildren, and people all over the world, the way she lifts me up. Thank you, Lord. You know what you, what you see flowing out of her sweetheart was what we launched this Life Today outreach, calling the family in the family room to 
really get to know the father and really begin to love the family and the family look like the father. And, and we're seeing that. And Betty, one of the most beautiful expressions is the way our viewers will, right now while we're talking, Father, I pray for every person with a broken heart. Let them reach out and get arms around them. Do you realize that while we're talking, hundreds and nearly 2,000 people at least will be calling now. Most of them saying, would you please, please help me. Oh my, many of them are calling, they're lonely. See, do you know why they're able to call? You notice it's paid for by love, that number. You're the love that pays for it. The love of God in you. And then when we show you what we're about to show you with precious children, think about this, little children and girls that are being taken slave. Now, now think what I'm saying. I'm not exaggerating. We're talking about, we're talking about trying to get little bitty children. And can you imagine somebody being in such bondage that they would want to have sex with a little child? Oh God, how sick are we? But listen to me, we're all sick without Jesus. So we're praying for God to set those people who are trapped by their appetite. But then they capture these little children, they capture women and they make them sex slaves. And you, the viewer, said, James, let's rescue them. Let's do that. And let's restore them. We're gonna reach them, we're gonna rescue them, we're gonna restore them. I wanna ask you to do that right now. Now watch very closely because this shows you what you're the answer to. Yes, you are, God through you. And I'm gonna ask you to help us rescue as many children and set free as many women and many of those who are being trafficked. I want you to help us set them free right now, please. Thank you. I've walked these streets in Southeast Asia before, but there's a real fresh sense of, of the darkness getting heavier and greater. This trafficking is a multi-billion dollar business now, and there are so many people on the streets looking out to make sure that no one interferes with their business or comes near. So many of these towns in Southeast Asia thinking they were going to get a legitimate job. You know, they were told, yeah, come, come to the city and, you know, you'll, get a, you'll be a waitress or you'll work in a hotel. So they come full of hopes and dreams, maybe to make some money for their family. And then they're immediately trafficked. And you never, you never hear from them again. I mean, Jesus said, when you visit those in prison, there's different ways to be in prison. You can be in prison in a club every night for two years. When you visit those, when you care for those, you've done it for me. So this is our moment to be Christ in the flesh to those who are broken. As you watch Sheila with her arms around that trafficked woman, 
in prison, in bondage, literally. You put God's arms around her. Sheila expressed what your heart does. Sheila was expressing what those mission and relief workers do all the time, Betty. When you watch a scene like that, which I know it's hard for you to even fathom and understand that that can ever even be happening in our world, this great world God created and the enemies made such a mess of, what goes on? You know, uh, first of all, Sheila, thank you so much for doing that. I know it's very difficult. It breaks your heart, but if it's worth it if we can show those that care what they can do to make the difference. You know, I'm a, I'm a mother of two daughters. I'm a grandmother of five granddaughters, and I have three beautiful great-granddaughters. I can't even imagine them being trapped like this and, and just crying out in their hearts for help. Somebody, please hear me. I'm crying, I'm hurting, I'm trapped. Please, somebody set me free. We can be a part of that. These precious little ones shouldn't have to go through what they go through. Their bodies being torn apart and abused like they are. Please join with us and let's get them out of those situations. Let's show them hope and life that only comes from Jesus and in the lives of people that care about them. So please join with us. I'm very, very confident that you're going to do that. I, uh, I found myself just even praying while Betty was talking with gratitude for the way she expressed God's love that you help us share so freely. And I was just praying and I just said out loud, God, would you not only set those who are trafficked free, but would you set free the men or the individuals that use those women trying to gratify appetites that'll never be satisfied apart from getting right with you? Please, God, set them free. You see, it's because men are in bondage and trapped by their appetites that that even is possible. And because people are so greedy for gain, those, those women are not even trying to make themselves look attractive to be successful because they will themselves benefit more. They're just doing what they have to do to stay alive, to eat, to not be beaten or killed. I mean, they are, they're totally in prison. They're captives. And if Jesus came to set captives free and he can set them free because, boy, do they want to be free, but they're going to have to have God's love through us. And like I said, you, the viewers, we showed that reality on television. Just said, pray for these people. Pray. You said, we got to help them. That's what you said. You have carried us with the love of God and your prayers to so many places and too many people in the world, all over the world. You've carried us. And so I want to ask you right now, please, let me, let me just tell you how strong the love of God is in you, the viewers. We have a $320,000 matching gift to double what you give. It takes an average of $128, and I want you to let that sink in because I'm asking you right now to, to really give that amount today, to get your bank card, go online, write a check, make it to life, and send it. $128 is what it takes to rescue someone and get them into restoration. That's what it takes per year, and that's going to be matched. If you give $128, it'll not just rescue one but two. $1,280 we refer to many times as rescuing 10. There are many of you watching us today. Some of you have never helped, but you're hearing what I'm saying about the family of God revealing the love of the Father and getting his arms around the broken, just like Sheila was. And you're going to say, you know what, James? I'm going to give the 1280 to rescue 10. But now because of that love gift, that matching gift, 
it's going to be double your rescue 20. Please, right now, go online or dial that number. Get your bank card. Use it like a check. If you write a check, make it to life, but call us on that number and tell us you're mailing it today. We need to know. We've got to let the missionaries know. We've got to let the relief workers know it's coming. We have some very special gifts for you. A beautiful name with Jesus throw. You're going to love it. A beautiful devotional study uh, book that will just really reveal the promises of God clearly to you. And then the beautiful bronze in the arms of the shepherd. Would you right now please put God's arms of love around someone like Sheila did. Let's rescue them. Behind the bright lights, there is a darkness where a world of innocence is lost and abuse runs rampant, scarring the souls of children with no one and nowhere to turn for help. With bodies broken and hopes crushed, these young victims are trapped in a never-ending nightmare. Today, you can shine the light of God's love in this dark world to reach, rescue, and restore these young ones to the life God designed for them to live. With a generous $320,000 matching gift, now your gift of $128 to help rescue a child can be double to help two children. Your $64 gift will be matched to help rescue one child from the horrors of human trafficking. And a $32 mission rescue gift will be doubled to $64. And with your donation of any amount, we'll send you the Promises of Christ gift book filled with beautiful photographs, scriptures, stories, and commentary from James Robison. With your gift of $128 or more, you'll receive the Names of Jesus Throw. This beautifully woven blanket features the names of Jesus in many languages. It'll make a lovely addition to your home and serve as a beautiful reminder and spiritual comfort to the Lordship of our Savior. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,280, which will now help rescue 20 children, and you may request our beautiful new bronze sculpture, Safe in the Shepherd's Arms. Please call, write, or make your gift online. You know, Betty and I just say thank you from the bottom of our heart for letting us share our heart, but the heart of God with you every day. And we're going to be doing this often. The promises of Christ, gosh, that's what people are calling right now for to, to express the promise He offers with their gifts to set people free. But also people are calling right now, finding someone praying with them and getting arms of love around them because you make it possible. We're sending this gift to any gift you make to just help us rescue those who are trafficked. Thank you for doing it. Please encourage your friends to watch Life Today. And remember, if you want to go back and listen to anything you've heard and maybe slow it down, pause, take notes, maybe write something down you heard, go to lifetoday.org, lifetoday.org. And then remember, we have a website where I'm flowing the greatest minds and the greatest wisdom I know dealing with our national issues, which many people would call those dealing with political challenges. Stream.org. Go to stream.org. Listen to voices of wisdom, all of them redemptive, even while corrective, but showing us the way out of darkness. Thank you so much for watching Life Today and sharing Life Today. Thank you.
That's what the church is here to do, to get an inverted upside-down world turned right side up. Break free of the strongholds that keep us from making a kingdom imprint on this world tomorrow. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.